0: Welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. What's up, everybody? Back for another episode of the Masculine Mastery Podcast. Today, we got a good one. I really liked diving in on this topic. We really spoke to the hero's journey. We're all on our own personal hero's journey, and sometimes navigating this journey can be extremely difficult and challenging. We come up against roadblocks and adversities and Sometimes we don't know where to go, what path to choose and all of that. But, you know, the opportunity for all of us, all the men listening right now is to really embrace the discomfort that comes when you embark on this journey. When you say yes to your soul's calling, there's something that really shifts within when you commit to yourself in this way. And Sean and I have both had our own experiences on our own hero's journey in which we've been tested, we've been challenged. But overall, I wouldn't do it any other way. And everything that has transpired so far has created immense transformations in my life and has created the ability now for me to support others and empower others on their path. And that's exactly what Sean and I are doing. And a masculine mastery is really creating this new way of being for men, for men to step into a more deeply embodied version of themselves in which they are living from their heart. They're pursuing their purpose and they're really giving back to the world in a bigger way. And All of this is creating ripple effect and it's creating waves of transformation and also giving the permission slip for other men to step into the space of authenticity and for them to really dive deep on their own journey. So with that being said, before we get into this episode, a couple notes here. If you like the podcast, if you've been listening, go on over to Spotify, go to Apple, give us a rating. Let us know how you like it. Follow the show, subscribe to the show. It's how we keep spreading the word. And if you are looking to deepen your level of mastery and you're ready to begin this journey and to navigate your own hero's journey in a more conscious, intentional, mindful way with the support of other men, go on over and check out our signature program, Legendary Leadership. You can find that at masculinemastery.co slash leadership. And we hope to see you in one of our cohorts. Without further ado, let's jump right in. Here we are. What's up, everybody? Back for another episode of Masculine Master Your Podcast, Sean Graves, myself. And we got a we got an interesting conversation today, brother. Talking about the hero's journey, right? We're all on this hero's journey. We're all navigating life at perhaps different points, different perspectives, but we all have this opportunity to answer this grand call and this call of our soul, really to step into our true mission, our higher purpose in life. And Sean and I have both been through many different catalysts, many different types of experiences that have brought us to where we are now and perhaps right now you brother are listening to this and you are experiencing uh an opportunity to step beyond your comfort zone to step into something that is calling you forward and if that is the case this episode is for you so we're going to break this this journey down and, and what it looks like and how you can best navigate your own personal hero's journey uh to make the most out of the life that you have so here we are mm-hmm.
1: here we are yeah i this one feels good because this is uh Despite all the things that are happening in the world, a lot of chaos, a lot of, you know, violence and war, things going on like that. But really inside of us, there's this epic shift that's occurring. And what I'm feeling into right in this moment is like our ancestors inside of us, like our our lineage that didn't get to fully express the the entirety of their being, right? Like their highest potential because they were locked into um, survival stuff and needing to, you know, just do basic stuff to physically get through life. And now we have this time period where we've got that stuff for the most part pretty taken care of. And so now it's like we get to find out who the fuck we are but then what happened was this, and of course, it's all part of the design, right? It's a puzzle that we're working out of. But the, in the last hundred years, the nine to five kind of came in, right? And that, that was a beautiful thing at first because it, it helped people to come out of that um, grind of just barely trying to survive in, in the physical sense. And people were flourishing. They had jobs. They had money coming in. The economy was looking better and better. And people are just happy to have that, and and then you got a steady paycheck, and you had this sense of security and comfort that the ancestors didn't have the whole fucking time for the most part, and so like that became the paradigm, that became the 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 narrative that that everyone started to buy into, and it was a good thing, right? And now it's turning into a hindrance. It's actually something that is an old outdated construct that we're still living in that our soul knows is it's over with. And and there's so much more to us and we have to face off with now that very deeply again in the last 100 years or so programmed uh paradigm of the security that came and the comfort and the ease and the convenience that came with to, that came from that 9 to 5 reality. And it's just like, it's like at some point, like you did, like I did, the leap has to occur or else you're on the hamster wheel. And that hamster wheel, man, is fucking up so many humans right now because they know this is not it. I can't do this the rest of the way, but I don't know what else there is beyond this, and the, the idea that this is all there is is actually destroying me. So I know we're going to touch into all of this in the show, but that's just what was really alive for me in that moment, right there.
0: Yeah, and that, that definitely resonates. And you know, it's it's a little bit different because I know maybe a lot of the people listening to this conversation may be in that millennial age range, maybe in your mid to late thirties, maybe even early forties, maybe you're in your late twenties, whatever you, wherever you are on your path, you know, this, this sort of generation, our generation is starting to break the mold of that nine to five in many ways. And, you know, like where our parents, our grandparents really preached, get a stable job, go Hmm. to school, have a family, retire at 65, you know, like all that shit's changing. And, you know, if you find yourself in a position right now where maybe you do love your job and that that's fine. But I know a lot of people that really aren't happy with this paradigm and they feel like a slave to their work. They feel like Mm -hmm. a slave to their job. They're unhappy. They're unfulfilled. They're working for the man and they're not following their dreams and their dreams are actually left to die in that nine to five because when they get home, they're so fucking tired of Doing all of the things they've been doing all day that they don't even have the energy. So what do you do? You put on the TV, you uh, put on some porn, whatever it might yeah. be. Go to sleep and do it again. And it's like that hamster wheel, like you mentioned, you know. And we can't do that any longer because we're essentially putting the fire out on our soul. We're taking our soul and we're just extinguishing it fully. And that's not what we came here for. We came here to really live out our passions, but. I think there's a conversation to be had, especially in this conversation today that, you know, what does that even look like? Because it could be really scary to heed that call, right? Because the first step of this hero's journey is the, the call to adventure. It's mm-hmm. to go beyond the known and pursue something that maybe is alive and present in your heart, but you're scared because maybe uh, the the consistency of a paycheck Uh, the financial and fiscal responsibilities you have, whatever it might be, or it might just be because you're, you're scared of failure. You're scared of rejection. You're scared of all of these things and fear is holding you back. No matter what it is, we do have the responsibility as men to really heed that call. And so Right now, if that call, if there's an opportunity, if there's an experience that you're looking to dive into, this is going to be that catalyst for you. No matter which way it turns out, whether it's a perceived failure or success, there's an opportunity right now for you to go in that direction and find out what's there and do some digging, you know, really approach it with some curiosity. And you never really know what's going to happen. I know from my journey, I know from your journey, brother, that a lot of magic has happened as a result of that. But to be blunt, also a lot of challenges, Mm. but those challenges have sharpened our sword and those challenges have led to a greater sense of purpose. That challenge has led to our own expansion and evolution. So that's what's on the table and that's what's alive for all of us.
1: Mm. Yes. And and there's there's that blurred kind of line between the excitement and the fear, right? It's like you get to experience the excitement of discovering all that you are and something that is so much greater than the way that you've known yourself to be. And then the fear would have you not move towards that because it's the unknown and where so many people are compulsively in this place of like, I need to control everything because to not have control would just be so fucking scary. But it's like, you don't, it's, it's all levels, right? It's all just a game that we're playing at when you zoom out and you look at the big picture where we have to get beyond these levels. And one of those levels with this reality that we've all manifested together on, on earth is, um, Letting go of the known, which would look like the the comfort and the safety of the nine to five job that's sucking your soul, that's leaving you depleted, that literally gives you no time and space to do that self-discovery and keeps you on the hamster wheel like a cog in the machine where you're making somebody else richer and you're not putting any of your life force into your own vision and what would be your highest calling that would make you that would make everything worth going through those challenges that you talked about, Chris, like, cause a hundred percent, you gotta be, you gotta be truthful there. It's going to bring up every part of you that, uh, is afraid or that feels like it's not enough or not deserving or worthy. Like as you go towards your dream or that vision in your hero's journey's path, um, all of those dragons have to come in and you have to face off with and confront all of them, all the fears, and so there's, there's, a, there's an element of excitement to that of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it's pulling me forward because I feel like there's so much more to who I am. And I have no choice but to trust that because the way this whole thing is set up, it's like it forces us to not know what comes next. And that's part of the magic. And that's part of the beauty. That's what builds faith and trust. To get you out of the construct of little me. And I'm just little me in this big world and I'm at the whims of things outside of me. And, and, you know, who am I to do this or that? Only faith and trust can pull you out of that and say, hey, look, you're a part of all of life. Life supports you. You have a bigness in you that you could never even fucking imagine. But you have to put yourself in a position where um, you have space for those things to be revealed to you because the nine to five doesn't give you that reality. That paradigm doesn't give you the space to let in the new reality, to let in that greater part of you because you're so, your consciousness is so filled up with limitation and, and you're on the logical side of your brain of like why you shouldn't do it. And, and, you know, all the reasons why you can't. So it's, it's all a huge part of this process.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it truly is. And, you know, just to paint the picture a little bit further before we kind of move forward into the next steps of this hero journey, you know, for myself personally, it was this sensation, this feeling within me that i was really not feeling fulfilled i was feeling empty there was these values of freedom there was values of adventure of helping others that just weren't being fully fulfilled while i was working my corporate job and that was eating me alive day in and day out the more that i leaned into those core values the more i leaned into my vision of traveling the world and experiencing more out of life the more i felt diminished in myself and i knew that i had to do something about it and you know that answer of of my soul answering the call of my soul it looked different you know maybe than some other people where i Applied to the Peace Corps and and got accepted and moved to Africa and had that spaciousness like you talked about to be able to really sit within myself for a couple of years in nature and um, and do all of that. But no matter what it looks like, you are going to have the resistance. The ego is going to show up, and you are going to experience resistance where. It's going to be very difficult to let go of control, but you have to realize in those moments that there is something beyond that, but it is going to put up a fight and that fight is going to feel very real within you. There is going to be a lot of fear. There's going to be a lot of anxiety when you're ready to make or desiring to make that jump into a new life. And so the ask here is is to just, Put down that voice, put that voice aside for a moment and really breathe and tune into your heart space. And the more that you begin to attune to this place within you, this heart space, you can never really be led astray. And you begin to make decisions based on your heart and not your mind. And through that process, you are led to exactly where you need to be. There are absolutely no mistakes, even if you're led into turmoil, even if you're led into adversity or challenge, there is absolutely no mistakes because all of that is a construct of your soul helping you to expand and evolve into who you came here to be and the more you ignore that the more painful it's going to get so you might as well rip off the bandaid right now and lean into that and see where it takes you because i can promise you where it takes you is going to be something way beyond something very special than what you're experiencing right now in this current moment
1: yeah man and and when you say rip off the bandaid you know uh, people can hear that differently across the board i think to me one of the most important distinctions with that is Not necessarily like jumping out of the plane and hoping you grow wings in the way down, even though some people do that, like I did. Um, I look at it more of like starting to have very honest conversations with yourself. And, and for anyone listening, this is good for all of us to do right. To just have create a space where we can just get super honest with ourselves of what's working what's not, where the resistance is showing up, where we're denying ourselves, where we're sabotaging ourselves. And the really important piece of that is when you're doing it, maybe you're not used to doing that with yourself, which is fine, but like this gets to be an opportunity for that. Uh, when you're doing that, it's really pivotal to um, take away the shame, take away any uh, – because when I used to do this, I used to feel – I the even though I was in my 20s, I was like, I've wasted so much time. Like, how did I let this go on for so long? I can't believe this. And that would just that overwhelm feeling or that um, guilt or shame would just keep me locked into the same patterns because they were uh, because I wanted to avoid those. So when you're having an honest conversation with yourself, like give yourself some love and just get real and be like, take take a, a big breath. Like Chris was saying, just All right. Here's where things aren't working for me anymore. I I can't continue down that road that I was on. And even just you doing that is changing your energy. And it's starting to create that space for the new ideas to come through, right? Because we're, if I want to make this point, uh, a lot of us are trained as men, especially right through problem, reaction, solution. So we're used to just uh, reacting from problems that come up and waiting for problems to show up where we can try to fix them. But really, and we've always known this, the, the most inspired ideas, the most creative ideas, when do they come? At the most calm and relaxed moments you could possibly have in the shower, on a walk in nature, right? So uh, and what is that? That's that's the divine intelligence. That's the higher mind inside of you activating. Like you said, that's the intuition finally getting a little space to whisper something to you that it's been wanting to tell you. And we block that out so much through the mental chatter and through the overwhelm of the workload that we get at these nine to five jobs and and having to multitask. Holy shit, is that fucking toxic? Where your mind is just on overdrive all day long. And all you can do to survive is just go home and veg out and just fucking process all that shit. That's why you have to create the space to get access to that higher mind. It's not just going to happen. You're not meant to live in the problem reaction solution paradigm your whole life. Like we have to unplug, create space And then that wisdom will reveal itself and you'll be like, oh, fuck, that was there the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, I know you had that. I had that. And um, I I just feel like a lot of men are disconnected from that or they feel like it's not available to them for some reason.
0: For sure. And I'm glad you mentioned that. And, you know, I think the other thing to in parallel to everything you mentioned is like, yeah, and and. Just to clarify, ripping off the bandaid a little bit deeper, it's like there are there are steps here if you want to take steps. But you know, I think the big point around this is like don't hold yourself back from taking the action steps of of your excitement and following that fully. And maybe you are in a nine to five, but maybe it's it's waking up a couple hours early. Maybe it's going to bed a couple hours later so you can really work on and really just again clarify what that vision is for your life and once you clarify that vision begin to take those steps towards fulfilling that vision and you can do that while collecting a paycheck while working your job it doesn't have to be and you know or it's like it's it's literally like you can do both together and through that process It will become clear when that decision needs to be made, when you're ready to leave that situation you're in, where you, that job that you're in or whatever it is, it will Mm. become clear along that process. But, you know, I see so many men holding themselves back. It's like, I have, I've received maybe some of these visions, some of these dreams, these downloads, and I'm still fucking sitting in the same place and I'm not doing anything about it. Mm. And it's like, come on, like. Let's get fucking real here. And that's also where the honesty comes in. Like, where am I holding myself back? Like, if I can be really honest right now, where am I holding myself back in my life? And how is that impacting not only my work, but my relationships, my health, all of that? That's an honest conversation I would love to see more men to have with themselves, that inner dialogue. And, you know, it's oftentimes, you know, we can also ask other people for those reflections as well. It's like, where do you, how do you view me? How do you see me? You know, I've done this a couple of times and it's, it's definitely deeply vulnerable. It's like, you know, I really have this dream to do X, Y, Z, or I have this vision to do this. So if I were to ask somebody else, maybe a close person in my life, Okay, what do you see? How do you see myself holding me back? How am I holding myself back? You know, asking other people those questions can be very valuable for those that feedback. Because sometimes we can't see our own blind spots, and you know, it's really great to receive everything and and different things from the from the external field and from people around us. So, I would Mm -hmm. just wanted to add that piece into this.
1: Yeah, that's super important. I, I think uh, we're we're afraid to get those really honest reflections. I, I think a lot of people, including myself, before I started doing all the things with the men's work, um, that that was terrifying to me. Or and also, like, I didn't even really know that was a thing. It just wasn't something I would ask my friends. Like, hey, man, I came and I need an honest reflection from you of like the way that I've shown up and you know how I how the way that you see me, blah, 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 like the things that would call you forward, having something to call you forward. Because a lot of times, yeah, we, because we're so in the bottle, we can't read the label on the outside. So we need that support. And, uh, you know, part of this transcending that this paradigm that our generation is called to do, right. That's why it's here it's to get us to catalyze ourselves out of something we don't want to be in into the fullness of who we are to live life as our fucking unique authentic self and let life support us in that and the joy that we'll get to experience from from saying yes to that um actually quick story before i go into that i was as you were talking i was thinking of um it wasn't long after i had uh left my corporate environment and I was in the unknown and I was in this sense of freedom that felt really cool. And I, I was just like, you know what? I want to fucking write a blog. I want to write a blog and share my ideas and and talk about all the things that I've kind of I'm afraid to talk about like in regular conversations with with people in that world or people I'm surrounded by. And uh I remember being at a Starbucks and I had been writing these articles for months and I was ready to publish them. And it's like You know, it's a blog called the side of gravy and I, and it's like, who's going to see it, you know, but I could even just hitting the submit button so much came up and I'll never forget this. It was in a Starbucks in Burbank, California. And, uh, I was like, why can't I hit this button right now? Cause it represented that like, oh, I was going to put myself out there and share my true nature, share my ideas, share what's real for me, share my experiences and like, let myself be exposed. And, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm going on Instagram or Facebook and doing a live where people can just hop on and hear me, you know, it's a fucking blog. But it, it was that resistance that you spoke to showing up of like, oh shit, I'm, even though it's a just, it's a small act, it actually represents something way bigger than I'm saying yes to right now. And so that was a big thing. And going back to the last piece I was going to say, you know, um, as, as we're transcending this, this paradigm, like, you know, we've unconsciously agreed to be in this kind of reality where our, our life force is just totally siphoned from everything outside of us. Like I said, you give all of your energy. If you knew how special and powerful and sacred that was, Would you give that to anything but your highest excitement, but the thing that you felt passionate about and were in love with, and put it towards someone else's vision that you're not even really aligned with for money? No. No. And we don't know how valuable our own life force is. We don't know how valuable our currency of being our authentic self is. And so we give it away, right? And then you see a lot of men in the corporate world there's no light in their eyes. Their body language is slouched over. They're, they're just kind of like dead inside because you can see that they've resigned. They've, they've submitted to this thing and they don't see a way out and they ignore that knock on the door that we were talking about earlier. And when you ignore that knock, it really fucks you up internally. Like your soul is not going to let you get away with this shit anymore. And I know people who are listening, know what that knock is and they know how much it hurts when they don't answer it. Right? Like they, they know the more they're holding on to what's not working and what's not in alignment with them anymore. Could be relationships, could be the job, could be, you know, their daily habits and routines. The more they hold on, the worse it gets. And the more they die inside to the point where you're inviting in a massive either tragedy, accident, some kind of life event that's going to have to catalyze you out of that. But you don't have to do it. You can answer the knock and you like you've op- you open that door, I open that door. There is a lot of cool shit on the other side of that and it's you. You you are on the other side of that. Right?
0: Yeah, very, very well put. And I want to touch on one other thing too, is like the symbol of money and what we've done with that in our culture, where we've Mm. put it on such a pedestal, which keeps people in the same cycles where they're enslaved and trapped and don't feel like there's any other way out because it's like, no, this is the only way that I can earn money. This is the only way I can earn a living. This is the only way I could do it. It's like, it's been so programmed and conditioned into human consciousness that we're all being mind controlled by this symbol of money. Now I'm not shit talking money. I love money and I, I love what it can do to support the evolution of your passions and what you came here to do and your gifts. But beyond that, like, you know, It's, it's been so fucking distorted, uh, for so many people, including myself, including yourself. And you know, it's something that we need to awaken out of and look at what's most important. Do I want to be on my fucking deathbed? Do I want to be laying on my deathbed and in complete regret that I didn't choose the life that I wanted? Do I want to be laying there and my last breaths and saying, oh man, I wish I would have done that. You know, no. all this time, this fear just held me back. I was so scared to actually make a move and I was terrified of the unknown. But now in hindsight, I look at it and I'm like, holy shit, I just made the ultimate mistake of my life. I don't want that for anybody. I don't yeah. want that for myself. I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for anybody. I want you listening to this, I want you to live full out. And that means going against the grain. That means following your own sovereign path. That means walking the road less traveled. And that means moving and going directly into the fear. And Mm. through that fear on the other side of that tunnel is your freedom, is your liberation. But you will be tested Time and time again, you will be hit over the head with a two by four. If you don't listen, (laughs) you don't answer that call. It's just going to happen. And it could happen in a number of ways. It's much easier if you actually go into the fear and follow that. Versus then waiting for something to happen to you, like an accident, like a job loss, like a relationship loss, like any heart, heartbreak or pain or anything like that. You can avoid those things. It's still going to happen to some degree, but you can avoid the depth of it. If you were just to say yes to, to your destiny, to yourself.
1: Yeah. Uh, Let's, let's put a pin on the money aspect of this for a moment, because this is a fucking huge thing right? Like that steady paycheck represents, it's just a symbol. It's just a symbol that represents comfort and safety and security and also life force, right? Like people have this idea of like, oh, well, without the steady paycheck, I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I won't survive, right? So then they hop right to the next thing because they can't deal with having like a month or a couple months or even a year without that steady paycheck. And so you have to look at that and say, wow, all right. And this is what I had to do. It was like, I got to face off with that part of me that's so fucking scared it's going to die when I don't have that anymore. And that was that was one of the biggest hurdles. Not, And I'm actually, I'm still facing off, not with the steady paycheck thing, but just like the money stuff in general. But I'm talking about, That's one of the anchors and the reasons that people hold on to to not go do the thing that they know that they're supposed to do. And for my soul curriculum, it was you need to learn your value and your worth does not come from what the numbers in the bank account look like. It doesn't come from what the numbers on a check look like. It comes from within you. That security that was giving to you in an illusion of that. Steady quote unquote paycheck, um, that's not real. That's actually not real. The only security you can have in this life comes from within yourself, where you don't give a fuck about the paycheck anymore. And you realize that you're a part of life, that you're supported, and that your worth comes from the way that you see yourself. And that's the only thing that truly matters. And no longer are you outsourcing your security. To things that you don't have control over outside of you, right? That was a, that was a huge thing. And that is uh, um, people have made that God, right? And I feel like God, universe, source is getting us back to that place of like, when you stop making money, your God and staying in something that's not for you anymore, for just that reason, um, I'm going to show you who you are, which is the biggest gift of all. I'm going to show you that what's inside of you, if that gets expressed, it's going to be the most joyful, exciting, fulfilling, alive reality you could possibly imagine because it's you getting to experience the gift of this life as the true self and not as little tiny you that's just latched on to his steady paycheck. And like, I'm just going to hold on to this my whole life until I get to my deathbed. And I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. So many people have had that. But our our generation has this really amazing opportunity to let go of that shit and learn from those people who who had to go through that. Bless their souls for like being examples for us. Because fuck, that would be brutal. That would be a brutal way to leave the planet, you know? Um, So all of that to say, part of the hero's journey is to no longer make money your God anymore and to not let your security come from that anymore.
0: Yep. Very, very well said, man. Yeah. It's, that's a deep program. It's very deep, but we're all, we're all sort of moving out of that in a big way together as a collective. And yeah. So like, you know, let's say you're saying yes to your call what's next right and and this is where we kind of find ourselves in the unknown where okay i'm going to answer this call and i'm going to move forward in my life in a new direction in a new way so what does my life look like then well you know that's that's individual based on your own soul contract and what you chose to come here to learn but mm. what i can say is that you know when you stay open to the path and know that you are always being guided to exactly where you need to be the right people and the right opportunities will begin to show themselves and show up. And perhaps it's meeting a mentor, right? This is a big part of the, the, the hero's journey of like meeting somebody that can assist you in this process of making this transition uh, into a more fulfilling, purposeful life. Yeah. And those people show up exactly when they need to. And for me, you know, there's been many people along my path that have shown up to support me in the exact right time that I've needed it. And it's just staying open to that and allowing life to present its own teachings and gifts to you. Yeah. And one of the biggest discussions that isn't talked about enough, which is a grand spiritual lesson for all of us as humans, uh, is is trust. And yeah. something that we all need to master to some level and it takes a, it can take a while to master something like that because we've been taught not to trust ourselves. We've been told not to trust life. We've been told that Mm. we can't trust anybody or anything. And when we can really begin to lean into a deep sense of trust we really see how the cosmic matrix, how the web of life begins to unfold in our favor. But it may take us stumbling and falling down and going back into worry and fear time and time again before we are brought back into that frequency of trust. And there's been several moments in my own life where Maybe I've been down on my luck. Maybe I've had a dollar in my bank account, but then the next day something happens and you know, I get a few thousand dollars, right? To get me back on my feet or, you know, that's just a simple example, but you will be tested in that way. But the universe is always here and it has your back when you're willing to trust fall into it and know that you are supported no matter what. That even if your external circumstances look bleak and they don't look promising, if you just lean back and trust that life has you, I can promise you that that will be then reinfused into into that trust and you will begin to live life at a whole new octave. Because mm-hmm. that really, for me, that trust factor is such a big thing, and I really wanted to bring that through today in this conversation.
1: Man, I'm so glad you did. And actually, that was right there for me too. I was going to bring in it if you didn't, because um, that's a huge piece of this. And I, you know, as you were saying that, I was getting this visual of a sinking ship. Right, like you look at your life, and like the ship's going down. Everything's collapsing around you. Everything's falling away. It's a fucking mess like what a different experience it would be to like you, two timelines there right like one would be like oh my god i'm i'm not going to live i'm not going to make it out of this this is crazy like everything's going to hell like i'm going to die or to like take a breath and center and be like ha ah, life has me exactly where it needs me thank you <laughs> like what two different realities right there. And one piece I want to bring in around trust to piggyback off you is uh it's sometimes I think and I know for myself I'm I'm like you know when I'm in it I'm like fuck you talking about trust like I'm in I'm in survival mode fuck trust like I need real shit right now you know to help me out of this and it's like no that's that's actually the thing right because Either way, you are trusting something. You can't not be trusting something. You're either trusting it's all going to shit and you're not going to make it out and the worst thing's going to happen, or you can trust something incredible is going to happen and miracles are flowing in and the right opportunities are going to be there and you're going to meet more of yourself and life supports you. So you're trusting something anyways. Why not? trust something that feels way better to trust in instead of trusting the fear and trusting your traumatized, wounded persona from when you were five years old and you had expectations that didn't get met. Why would you trust him instead of life? Like that's only, that really just highlights the arrogance of our egos. Like, and I just want to point out, you're already trusting all the time, but we have to become conscious of what we're actually trusting, placing our trust in, which is our our life force. And if you want to meet yourself, if you want to go where you've never been, which is where all the dreams are, all the beautiful things that we've always desired, it's in the unknown. If we want to go there, we have to trust in the unknown. If you don't trust in the unknown, you'll never get all the things you desire. It's impossible. you only get what you've known. If you place your trust in the old and in the fear. So that that's, I don't know. That feels like a fucking huge point with everything.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's a, it's a major one. It really is. And, you know, I think a lot of times when, with these conversations, you know, it's easy to talk about these things and share these things And there's a difference between sharing and and conceptualizing all of what we're we're saying, and then Mm. actually feeling and embodying it. So, what I would invite somebody to do who's listening to this conversation right now, and what I like to bring into all of my spaces and all the spaces we facilitate is is more of a practice. Like, Mm. what does this actually look like? Yeah. And you know, for for me, and I'll speak from my own personal example and my own personal experience it's like, okay, I wake up one morning and I'm in the frequency of fear and I'm feeling worried about my circumstances. I'm feeling worried about how I'm going to get by or whatever might be coming up. And I, I, I tune into where that's showing up in my body. And mm-hmm. oftentimes for me, it's been in the solar plexus in my, in my power center, because yeah. I'm not feeling in my power when I'm in survival mode. I'm not yeah. feeling in my power when I have little funds in the bank account. I'm not feeling in my power when my relationship is going to share whatever is, whatever the circumstances are, you know? And so when, when that comes up, where does it show up in your body and how can you hold space for yourself in that moment to breathe into that part of your body and to know that that's a, that's a trigger that's coming up, a wound that's being triggered from oftentimes your childhood, right? And it's like lending a hand to that little boy, That's within you. If you're a woman listening to your little girl, right? It's lending a hand to that part of yourself and saying, you know, it's it's gonna be okay. I I have your back. I'm here for you. But if we keep feeding the worry or the fear, it just keeps growing bigger, like that inner demon, right? It's like this monster that just keeps growing and growing and growing. And we can't seem to escape it or to avoid it. And we're going to do whatever we can to distract ourselves from it, maybe hop on our phone or watch TV or whatever it is, but we can't, we can't avoid it. So the best thing is, is to go into it. And, and by going into it, by feeling it, by, by acknowledging it, that is when you begin to diminish its power it has on you and you take back your power from it. So yeah. that's just kind of a little bit of a, a practical thing that you know someone can do listening to this if you're, if you're in that state of worry or fear.
1: Yeah, uh, brilliant thing to bring in here because that's, that's a tool that we all need. We all yeah. need to learn how to do that for real. Uh, if we don't, the old ways are going to really grip us very tightly and it's hard to get out of those clutches and something I just want to add to that. And I was having this conversation with, a, a uh, one of my best friends earlier. I I'm, I'm reading, uh, a St. Germain book right now. And this is also in like the course of miracles, law of one, like these things that have gotten really popular with people in the last few years. Cause as we're awakening, um, and it's, and it's practical. It's not woo woo. It's not like this out there spiritual thing anymore. It's actually grounded in science. And, and it's this it, first, let's start with Albert Einstein. Everything is energy, right? And then Tesla said it too. Everything's vibration, energy, frequency. We know this. We know through quantum mechanics that everything is vibrating atoms. That's what energy is. And then our senses make it look real and solid and all the things Stay with me be, for people listening because like we're going somewhere with this in a grounded, practical way. Um, through these teachings that I've been reading recently that I'm coming back to that again are coming are starting to go from conceptual level to embodied level where I'm actually feeling it and knowing that it's true. And it's this you are the source, right? You are the source, the energy source. And when you send out thoughts when you think thoughts whether intentional or not they go out interact with the quantum field all around us in the sea of infinite possibilities and potentiality again this is what the latest greatest science tells us in quantum mechanics Joe Dispenza talks about it all the time your thoughts are going out they're electrical signals and then they're coming back to you because everything returns to the source that it came from. So your feelings and your thoughts are always coming back to you. And you have part of the waking up process, part of this hero's journey, you have to become conscious of what you're putting out, what you're sending out and what you're thinking and speaking and feeling. And that's what people don't want to do and take responsibility for. And people let the repetition of yesterday, last week, months before, who they've been, do that for them. They let the negative thoughts just cycle in every day. They don't take the agency to be like, oh shit, my reality is being created by the thoughts I'm putting out and the words that I'm saying and the beliefs that I'm holding and the the, uh, behaviors and actions that I'm taking. That's full ownership and responsibility. And if you're putting out fear and you're worried and you're anxious what's going to happen in my future i suck i'm not enough i'm not whatever it is right that is always going to come back to you and give you more because you created it it's a choice now because we know that this is true it's not some spiritual fiction anymore it's grounded in the latest science and if you don't believe it you can go look this up for yourself i I'm very analytical and my intellect's very strong. So it's like, I need to go through the books and make sure this is actually a thing. I got to read through the, the quantum mechanics and the law and figure this out so I can see that it's real. And it is. All energy, you are the source. Know that if you are fearful and you, and you allow, because you're allowing at the end of the day, whether it's conscious or not, you're allowing these things to cycle through. Um, it's going to come back to you. And so when you know this, why would you not start to put out f- thoughts of gratitude, empowerment, inspiration, start to fill your mind with uh, content that uplifts you, that makes you connect with that, that uh, innate part inside of you, that, that God self, that universal self, that higher self, whatever you want to call that. A lot of different terms for it. Your, your soul. That's in you. Um, and be around people who uplift your energy, who have d- have gone through that hero's journey, who um, have been there. So you can see the possibility. You can see, oh, I'm around people that have already done this. All right, cool. It's real for me too. That's where I'm heading. Instead of a bunch of people that are like never going anywhere and they're just locked in and looping and don't know any of this stuff I'm talking about. Um, that's part of the hero's journey. You have to start to flood your consciousness and awareness with that type of information. And you have to realize like, all right, I need to start taking control over what I'm saying, the beliefs I'm holding on to, and um the thoughts that I'm having because I'm fucking myself over with them by not being conscious and aware of them.
0: Mm. yes, oh man, there's so much so much good stuff in this conversation, and i I think like for me, it's. It's like where you're at right now, <clears throat> just surveying, just taking a step back for a moment, surveying where you're at at your journey. You know exactly where you are and you, exactly, you know exactly where you want to be. It might, your vision might not be clear. It might not be crystallized fully, but you have an idea of the direction you want to pursue to some degree, even if it's very small. Perhaps it's very large, no matter where you're at on that scale, you know that something is missing, you know that you're here for something bigger. so our call here to you our sort of our 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 announcement that we came here to make is that you have it all within you, everything you need is right here right now, and to trust in that to lean into that and to to move forward in your life because the reality is. And we've painted this picture a lot, but the reality is this planet right now is on the precipice and on the brink of, well, many different things, but we are at sort of the 11th hour and it's really imperative that men, especially us men, Mm. that we gain control of our consciousness that we take fucking ownership of ourselves and that we begin to step forward in a new light. And just a small percentage of us doing that, of really doing the inner work, healing ourselves, following our, our excitement, following our soul, all of that is going to have a major ripple effect on this planet for years to come. And we might not be able to see what that looks like right now, but just you doing that is going to change so much, not only in your life, but the lives of others, because you are essentially handing a permission slip to those around you that are scared, that are fearful of doing the same thing. And by you taking that step, it's basically giving other people a permission to slip, say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do that too. And here you are one thing leads to another. You find yourselves in all these beautiful situations where life is really beginning to to support what you came here to do. And above all else, it's to be the man you were born to be. It's to serve, it's to protect, it's to nourish all of yourself and all of life. And if you could do that, and if you can step into that we will create a new paradigm on this planet. And really at Masculine Mastery, one of our goals and one of our intentions really and our mission is to see men living in their authentic nature mm. and to really allow men to, to really dive into that and experience what that's like. Because that is where you will find that true joy, that fulfillment, that purpose, that meaning, that freedom you've been seeking all along
1: yeah beautifully said man um something that's just there for me I, I just wanna i wanna share uh it and you know for for fathers that might be listening whenever um this one's for you too I'm not a father, but I'm speaking from my childhood- experience and and to chris's point like why we're doing this really um it's it's making me emotionally even get into it but uh you know when i was a kid my dad had to go work at a job he hated that sucked his soul out he had to commute 2 hours each way and um 5 days a week my dad was a shell of himself and he would come home frustrated angry all these low vibrational emotions and that used to feel that was so confusing to me as a little boy i I can still remember this like it was yesterday. The confusion of like wanting to run up to my dad and like so excited that he was home and then feeling his energy and being like, whoa, stay away from dad. Holy shit. And then on the weekend when he didn't have that, he was himself and he's playing his guitar and he's laughing and he's having a great time and he's funny and he's telling stories and jokes. And I was like, whoa, who is this guy? Like, that's my dad and then the and then monday would come and that was gone and little children are growing up in these paradigms and they're learning that model and they're seeing and so what happened to me through that was like oh it's not safe to always be yourself you for most of the time you have to be angry and miserable and frustrated that's what i learned from that i'm like cuz i'm like looking at my dad i'm like oh yeah that's how you do it right and so why masculine mastery exists like if my dad if it was who he was in the weekends the whole time things would be a lot different for me and it was all it all needed to happen this way of course but like we recognize the opportunity here for men to um get the gift of getting to live as that authentic self every fucking day so that this doesn't keep spreading down to the younger generations where they get this idea that it's not okay to be your authentic self. And you can't just have that joy and freedom and happiness and expression. Like this is so important, not only for ourselves and giving ourselves the gift of getting to walk through this life as that higher highest you, but our future generations. Like it's imperative that we hand off this gift to them and face off with anything in our space, in our consciousness that is holding us back from that. And we're meant to all be doing this together right now. Like that's why this, that's our highest vision with this container and the the content we put out the programs we run it's all about connecting the men to that version of themselves and being lit the fuck up and turned back on and not lim- not living their life like a limp fucking noodle and and feeling the radiance of that magnetic real self coming online and walking through life with a sense of power a sense of contribution i'm here to fucking make shit happen and make the world a better place. And I'm not going to give my energy to some bullshit that I don't even align with anymore. And there's a vigilance to that. And so I just wanted to say that because if you're a dad, this is important. And and again, d- don't take this through shame. Don't feel bad about like maybe how about the way things have maybe been going. Be neutral and realize like, okay, I'm resonating with this instead of feeling bad about what I did in my past. I'm, I get to create this new future. I get to shift my energy in a new way where, um, I, I prioritize higher than anything else, my authentic truth. And that's where I'm going and nothing can stop me. That's the energy that we need to cultivate within ourselves right now and help one another to be in that. And that just felt really important to say.
0: I'm really glad that you mentioned that, you know, and especially, the, I mean, the fatherhood piece just hits home for me because I'm a dad and, and having a child and, and, you know, seeing him every day and spending time with him and knowing that, like, we we talk about what I do, right? Like, as as far as my vocation and what I'm here to do and, like, you know, he's a four-year-old, so I'm not going to – can't explain the depths of it, but, you know, it's just like – He sees his dad really fulfilled and lit up by, by how he's serving in the world. And like, that is one of the many gifts that I can give him in the sense that he can then see, and perhaps as he gets older right now, he's obviously just in a phase of play, which is beautiful. But as he gets older to discover his own passions and what lights him up and to encourage him to follow that path. And to never shy away from that, because I'm not here to put him in a box. He's here to open himself up to be who who he is. And that's who we all are. And the the unfortunate thing is that for a lot of us, we were never given the tools or resources by our own parents because of the lack of awareness or consciousness to be able to step into who we are. And we've had to take maybe a more difficult route. But ideally, now we have the opportunity, I have the opportunity as a father to show a new way that Mm. you can live a beautiful fulfillment. Fulfilling life by following your passions. Again, it doesn't mean there will be void of struggle or or challenge, but it will be a life well lived. And and for all of us, that's what we truly seek and and how we can really begin to to step into that and yeah, that starts by going within ourselves and clearing away all of the bullshit, all of the conditioning, all the programs that we've been fed and really beginning to find that truth, that truth with a capital T that's within us. So, mm. yeah, it's uh it's a very very powerful time to be alive and excited to be doing this work with you brother and uh, really excited for Uh, all the men that's going to say yes to that and to say yes to their soul. And Mm. for those of you that are ready to say yes to your soul, we are here for you. We have really some incredible things planned, um, beautiful events, programs, courses, all different types of ways in which you can engage with us to really further this, because this is really a big, major part of our, uh, our life's mission is to provide these spaces for men. So if that's you, you can head to masculinemastery.co, check us out. And um yeah. Thank you, brother.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you. And and it's to to the guys listening to this, if you if you resonate with these things, uh, you know, reach out too. Like start the conversation, see where it leads you. Like we're we're here for that. We're here because um this is this is bigger than us. This is for all of us and uh don't let yourself sit there and try to just figure it out all on your own. Like I said, we we got to surround ourselves with people that are in the energy of increase, that are in the energy of like also on the hero's journey and who are also confronting all of the dragons that are guarding the treasures that we're all seeking, which is our true nature, our authentic self. And so Um, don't be afraid and don't hesitate to reach out in any capacity, whether that's you joining one of the brotherhood communities we do, or one of the programs, or just shooting an email and saying like, Hey, here's where I'm at. Any of that is so welcomed. And we're just really honored to, um, be following our calling to, to do this and, uh, there's, there's nowhere else I'd rather be and nothing else I'd rather be doing because like I, like I've said in other podcasts, seeing men come back to life and, and that light back in their eyes and, and in that place of, um, loving themselves again, like that just, that does it for me. That, uh, that makes me tear up. It makes, it makes the heart swell. It makes, uh, it gives me a very deep sense of fulfillment. So that's what this is all about. And 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 let's all jump on the higher timeline of a more beautiful world, a, a better place for our children to grow up. And for us, like getting to live with joy instead of the fucking constant anxiety and pressure and and fear and all the dark shit, all the heavy stuff, that all plays a role. But like, we can start to pull ourselves out of the sludge of that and get to experience what it's like to have the soul steering the car now instead of the wounded ego trying to protect us. Like, huge opportunity for this. And so I hope if you're listening, that lands in any kind of way. And we're just psyched to be on that journey with you. Hmm. I hope.
0: Well, brothers, everybody listening, uh, really hope you enjoyed this conversation. There's many more on the way. And again, if you want to find out more, MasculineMastery.co, check us out. And uh, we hope to see you in one of our spaces soon. Peace. Peace.